and welcome to Minnesota Swine and You podcast series, which is a University of Minnesota Extension Swine program. Today's podcast is a chat with Miranda Medrano about a survey she's currently doing as part of her PhD project. My name is Sarah Sheik Belke, your host, and a swine extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Joining me today is Diane DeWitt, an S-Wine Extension Educator with the University of Minnesota and a frequent guest on the podcast. So welcome back, Diane. Well, thanks a lot, Sarah. I'm glad to be here. Like I mentioned, we are joined with Miranda Medrano. She's a third-year PhD student at the University of Minnesota College of Veterinary Medicine. So welcome, Miranda. Thank you. So to get us started today, would you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, and also who you're working with on your PhD? Yes, so I'm Miranda. I am a third-year PhD student at the U, and I grew up in the central San Joaquin Valley of California. I raised various livestock species through 4-H and FSA, and that is where I had my uh, passion uh, for livestock and the agriculture industry. From there, I completed my Bachelor of Science in Animal Science at Cornell University, and then started my DVM as well as my Master's of Public Health at the Virginia, Maryland College of Veterinary Medicine. After obtaining those two degrees, I then started at the U for my PhD, and that was in August of 2020. And my research particularly is working with swine infectious disease epidemiology. A lot of that of my interest comes with working with farmers and trying to keep their livestock healthy so that they can be able to produce a safe and affordable food product for people. Great. Thank you. I always find it interesting to learn about folks' background and kind of how they got to where they are today. I do have a follow-up question. So along that way of, I know you mentioned you were in 4-H and FFA, which um, myself and I know Diane has got some roots in those organizations too. Where did you cross paths with swine or get involved in the industry? So I actually did show swine for a few years at my county fair. So that was my very first introduction, particularly with swine. But as you may know, California is not known for its swine industry. And so it actually wasn't until veterinary medical school where I did a rotation with a veterinarian in Nebraska and learned more about the swine production industry. I really enjoyed working with the different aspects of the production management side, so specifically with biosecurity and, of course, infectious disease. Now, we're a couple, Sarah and I are a couple of uh, biosecurity uh, folks from way back and and even, uh, you know, in our background, too. And so we always uh, perk up when we hear that word, biosecurity. That's an important part of pig farming these days. Definitely agree that it is a very important aspect. Well, thank you, Miranda, for telling us a little bit about your background and how you came to work with pigs. 
So like I mentioned in the intro, you have a survey that you are conducting. And so that's what we're talking about today on the podcast. So will you share, yeah, what is your survey about and who is your target audience? Yes. So it might be a little bit of a a different take on the swine industry. Of course, we have our more traditional pig production systems and production, but there are a lot more smaller farms that also raise pigs, specifically being outdoors. And so the survey is to collect more information about this population and about the farmers and these farms that raise these pigs outdoors. We're interested in better describing their production practices, as well as their management practices. Different aspects of that may include biosecurity. It also includes asking questions about their marketing practices, as well as different certifications that the farm might also have, such as being organic or PQA certified. So like you mentioned, um, you know, looking at more of the alternative or outdoor um, raising of pigs, which the industry, I mean, we need all kinds within the industry. Before we get too far here into our discussion and asking about your your survey exactly, um, can you share with us the funding source of your project? Because I always think it's important that we give those funders recognition for the the financial support that they help provide to us. Yes. So I'm very fortunate to have obtained the Sustainable Agriculture Research and Education Graduate Research Grant, uh, particularly for the survey. I have also received funding from the Swine Disease Eradication Center at the University of Minnesota's College of Veterinary Medicine for disease testing on these particular farms. What a valuable uh, aspect that is, too. And I know you'll talk a little bit more about the disease testing, but, uh, you know, there there is um, alternative and organic pig research happening through the Department of Animal Sciences here at the U. And and um, I've been involved in some of that. And, and so we know that there are lots of different styles and sizes and types of outdoor and alternative pig farming happening. And so uh, this can be a big uh, assistance to them. Definitely. Uh, You had mentioned other research that's going on um, at the University of Minnesota. And a lot of that research has actually been focused on parasite control, whereas mine is looking at some of the viruses that may be circulating or may not be circulating in this population. Well, uh, Miranda, why don't you give us a brief introduction to your project and tell us a little bit more about, you've sort of introduced it. Tell us, uh, explain why it's important for uh, farms that raise pigs outdoors uh, or provide outdoor access to their pigs to complete your survey. So there are actually more small farms in Minnesota that raise pigs outdoors than there are farms that raise pigs indoors. And so It's important for us to better understand, again, what their production and management practices are so that we can better assist these farms and farmers in keeping their pigs healthy. Unfortunately, a lot of the information that we have about the health status 
and production practices of pigs that are raised outdoors actually are from Europe and the UK. So the interest in this project is more to better define, describe, and characterize these practices, as well as the pig's health statuses on farms that raise outdoor pigs in Minnesota specifically, and be able to better understand how that, again, might impact the pig health status. Now, what a terrific way to learn more about, I mean, with actual university research to learn more about what's going on in the disease profile of these um, alternative and outdoor pig farms. It, I, I really, my hat's off to you for uh, focusing on that. Thank you. This project makes me really excited. Like I said, I did raise some uh, show pigs in California and a lot of the pigs that are raised in California are raised outdoors. And so it just makes me excited to get back to uh, that side of production. So Miranda, can you tell us uh, with this survey, what's your intended outcome? So for this survey, I am focusing on four different practice areas. We have the production, management, biosecurity, and marketing practices. Within this, we are asking questions about where the farm is located, and it can be as simple as the county that it's in. We're also interested in learning in what type of pigs do they have uh, specifically to their age. We are interested in learning where exactly those pig pigs are being moved from. Are they being moved from out of state? Are they being sold out of state? Things like that. So for this particular interest of the outcome, in addition to better describing and characterizing these practices, I will also be using the information provided to form a model that might be used to estimate what disease spread could look like in this population. For that particular outcome, it's really focusing on any preventative measures that can be taken within the population, again, to better help decrease the spread or transmission of diseases. Those sound some, like some great outcomes. I, I can't wait until your survey is done and you've got all of your, your data compiled. Um, so the next question I have for you is I'm sure a question that a lot of farmers who are debating on whether they should participate or not. And I think it's a common question for, for any survey that that any of us do, but how is the farmer's information protected? So those individuals that answer your survey, how are you protecting that data? So it's it's used specifically for your project and not getting out elsewhere. Yes, so this has been a very important consideration from the outset of this project. We want the participants and farmers to be as comfortable in sharing their information as much as they are. And so there are many steps by the University of Minnesota that must be met before we are able to send this survey out into the public. Once we do have the data from that survey, there are also certain precautions that I and the team will be making, such as only utilizing the University of Minnesota's online network when we are looking through the data and doing any analysis. 
through this, they are having their data protected through various firewalls. Additionally, if any of the participants would not like any of their research to be used for any other aspect of this project, they can definitely let us know and we will make sure that that information and data is destroyed at that time. Thank you. So it sounds like there's a lot of different um, safety precautions, both in developing the survey and then, um, you know, gathering the data and the analysis. So thank you for for sharing everything that you're doing to protect the farmer's information. Yeah, that's really important. And and that is a lot of the reason why we have seen in other, um, I have some experience with some other um, surveys that uh, farmers didn't want to participate because they were concerned about where their information was going to wind up. So thank you so much for making it um, uh, secure like that. I, that that really is important. Um, can you tell us how a farmer can complete the survey? Yes, so the survey has been launched. It was launched about two weeks ago. And if they are interested in participating in this survey, they can go to z.umn.edu backslash outdoor slime survey. No spaces. Of course, we'll have the, this Z-Link uh, publicized in a lot of our uh, UM Extension Swine uh, locations as well. Yes, that's correct. For example, our newsletter that will be coming out here in the beginning of January, we'll, we'll definitely share it there as well as the article that Miranda shared with us to talk a little bit more about her survey. We'll share that in there as well. So if anyone is not a subscriber to our newsletter, I'll direct you at the end of the podcast, but visit our U of M extension swine pages and you'll find a link to sign up for our newsletter. But before we get there, um, I do have a few more questions here for Miranda. And, and one of those is, are there any incentives for farmers um, when they complete this study? All farmers that raise their pigs outdoors or uh, partially during the year or throughout the whole year in Minnesota who do complete the survey will receive a $25 Visa gift card. Great. That, that's, that's an incentive in itself, I think, because that can be used for anything. So that would be wonderful. Um, so to wrap up our discussion, are there any other closing remarks that you would like to make? Um, for example, do you have any other projects that are tying in with this survey or maybe also your contact information so farmers can learn more? So anything else you'd like to add? Like I mentioned previously, one part of this project is looking at the health outcomes of these pigs and learning what that looks like, we need to be able to test these pigs for those diseases. So another part of the project is going to these farms and collecting samples from pigs to test for those diseases. So if you are interested in having free disease testing for your pigs that are raised outdoors in Minnesota, I would love to be in contact with you so that this, um, this might happen for both you and for me. Um, it will be free, and there are some other incentives attached to that. 
As for my contact information, uh, participants can feel free to reach out to me via email at nedra036 at umn.edu. Feel free to give me a call as well at 612-440-5859. Thank you for that added um, information so that farmers are able to contact you. And also um, hearing about the other parts of your project is great. Yes, and I just want to say thank you all for the consideration participating in this project. I truly would not be able to carry out this project without the participants. And Diane and I would like to thank you, Miranda, for participating with us in this podcast today and talking about your survey on alternative and outdoor pig farming in Minnesota. Now, thanks so much, Miranda. It's really interesting and it's great to see this health-focused research going on with our Minnesota smaller and outdoor pig farmers. That It just adds more um, breadth to the knowledge that we have about uh, raising pigs outdoors in an alternative organic style. And I just want to thank everyone who's listening to the University of Minnesota Swine and You podcast. And once again, this has been Sarah Sheik Belke and Diane DeWitt, both swine extension educators, along with Miranda Medrano, who is a third-year PhD student. And I want to give one last reminder of the link to complete her survey for alternative and outdoor pig farming in Minnesota. That survey can be found at z.umn.edu backslash outdoor swine survey, all one word. And to further connect with University of Minnesota Extension Swine, please visit the swine-specific webpages on our University of Minnesota Extension website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash swine. On those pages, like I mentioned earlier, you will find connections to not only our blog, but also our Facebook page and to sign up to receive our e-newsletter if you're not already receiving that. To learn about research being done by our swine faculty in veterinary medicine, please visit their Swine in Minnesota blog at www.umnswinenews.com. Thank you.